okay, boys and girls, I'm going to need some help. <laughs> because sometimes I get confused, and I just want to make sure I have everything straight here this morning as we celebrate the Immaculate Conception. So, we heard our gospel. The gospel story was, right? What was the gospel story? The angel came and said, said what to Mary? Angel came and said to Mary what? She was going to have a baby, right? That Jesus was going to be born in her. So my question here, as, as I need your help here, is why or what is, today we celebrate, as I said in the beginning, the feast, the solemnity, so the really important day of the church. Right? Today we sang the Gloria, right? I'm wearing a special vestment today. There was two first read, there was two readings before the gospel instead of normally there's one during the week. So it's a really important day in the church. We celebrate the Immaculate Conception of Mary. What does that mean? What's the Immaculate Conception of Mary? Who knows? Who wants to take a guess? Yeah. When what? Say it one more time. Yeah, so there you go. See, that's what I was confused about too. He said, he, so for those that are watching, watching their classroom, the, thing, the, the comment was, it's the day that we celebrate when the angel came to Mary and said, Mary, you're going to be with child. Jesus is going to be conceived in your womb. It's like, yeah, kind of makes sense, Father Mark. That's the gospel we just heard, right? But boys and girls, that's not the Immaculate Conception. You're like, What? Boys and girls, the Immaculate Conception is actually when Mary was conceived and her mom is when Mary was conceived without sin. Okay, so back to that in a second. Now I need some more help. Our first reading we heard was in the book of Genesis. Right, remember when I came in and I told you about the story? Right, what, what, was, the, what, was, the story, what was the title of that story? Yeah. Yeah, so we're talking about Adam and Eve here, right? And it's the greatest story ever told, right? And so here we have this, the, the time right after the fall, okay? When Adam and Eve, right, they ate the apple right after the fall. You know how, remember how he described that with Ethan playing with his trucks, remember? And as Isabel, Isabel came in, and what did Ethan do to Isabel? Yeah, what, what did he do? He pushed her down, Right? It's kind of like sin is, sin is in us now, right? Since the fall. Ethan just went up to Isabel and just pushed her down. He said, my trucks. So boys and girls, this is right after this happened. And now we have, the, for the very first time, God saying something. He's kind of giving a foreshadowing of saying something's going to happen way in the future that is going to save everybody. He says this. I will put enmity, I will put separation between you and the woman. You is Satan. He's talking to Satan. I will put separation between you, Satan, and the woman. And between your offspring, Satan, those that follow you, and her offspring. Okay, so let's stop there. Who's the woman that Jesus is saying is going to come? Yeah. So Eve is the one who, who kind of who messed up, right? Who's the woman in the future that's going to come? 
Yeah. Mary. Okay. I will put separation between you, Satan, and the woman, Mary, and your offspring, Satan, and her offspring. Who's her offspring? Who? Yeah. Who? Who, who did Mary have? Jesus. Okay, and then here's the next line, boys and girls, that's really important. He, Jesus, will strike at your head while you strike at his heel. Okay, Father Mark, what's going on here? He will strike at your head. What happens when you stomp on a snake's head? What happens when you, sna- when you stomp on a snake's head? Hopefully hard enough. Yeah, nice and loud. Yeah, it will hurt, but what, what will happen to the snake? What? It'll be dead. The snake will be dead. But it also says the snake will strike at his heel, Jesus' heel. What happens if you get bit by a snake in the heel, a poisonous snake? Yeah, you right here. He'll poison you and you'll probably die. You could die. Boys and girls, the church fathers, all the, a lot of saints would talk, they said this passage talked to, and foreshadowed the fact that Jesus is going to crush Satan and kill him. But also, right, what happens? Satan kind of, Jesus allows him to do it. So does Satan bites Jesus' heel and Jesus dies on the cross. But boys and girls, we call this the best thing that ever happened. Satan biting Jesus' heel. Jesus kind of just showed Satan his heel and said, here it is. I want you to bite it. Come and get it. Bite. And Satan bit it, thinking that, oh, I got him. But when he bit him, we know that Jesus died on the cross, but after he died on the cross, he rose, and it saved all of us. So this is the last thing I need help with now. That's when we were saved. Here's the question. Mary was conceived without sin. We say everybody was saved because Jesus' death on the cross. But Mary was the only one that was born without sin. So was Mary saved? What do you think? Yeah, way, way in the back there. Yeah. Nice and loud. No, she said, she said no. So that's what I would thought. So I'm so happy that you guys are here today because this is helping me. I would, there's so many things to get confused about. One would say, well, Mary was, Mary was born without sin. The Immaculate Conception. She was born without sin. But boys and girls, Jesus and nobody can get into heaven, even Mary, without that being applied to their life. Even Mary. But the beautiful thing, because God can do whatever he wants, God applied that to Mary when she was conceived in the womb. 
the only person that was ever the case. God applied the saving action of Mary's son on the cross, applied it to her so she was saved. So, boys and girls, what does that mean for us today? What can we learn from? What can we go back to our classrooms today? Can we go home with? Here's what I want us to realize. The importance of not withholding anything. When we're playing sports, and if we're kind of running around on the basketball court and we're kind of just taking it easy, whether you're in third grade or you're in eighth grade, you're kind of just moping around a little bit, or maybe it's in schoolwork, and you're not putting in your best, your best effort with studying for the test. Maybe instead of studying, you pull out your phone, junior hires, not putting in my best effort. I'm being distracted in other ways. It's not good to not put in our best effort. God always wants us to put us in our best effort, not to withhold anything. Boys and girls, Mary always, Mary gave maximum yes. She didn't withhold anything from God. And God didn't withhold anything from her. And here's the important thing. Today, as we sit in the pew right now, God doesn't hold with anything from us right now. He gives us everything that we need to become a saint. All the grace that comes out from this cross and that we're going to receive from the Eucharist, it's, he doesn't withhold anything from you and me. So, boys and girls, when we receive the Eucharist right now, let's do two things. Let's thank him for what he did for us on the cross. Three things. Thank him for giving us Mary, born without sin. And then thirdly, asking him to help us to not withhold in our life at all from God or any of our neighbors.